Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Ask Melvin anything. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to AMA. I am Mike, and I am here with the ever here Melvin. I, I don't think you're ever here, but you know, that's all that came out. What's up, buddy? Hey, Mike, thank you for helping make the world a better place. I appreciate I'm trying, it. I'm trying. It's real hard. Uh, with the thing being flat, it's uh, it's tough, you know. The world's flat? Uh, huh? You said the world's flat? <laughs> Just a little. It's flat, yeah. No, I do not believe that. I don't believe that the okay. world's flat. Uh, I did I did run across a question the other day, though, that, that uh, kind of confused me a bit. Right. Um, it said, how did how did movie studios know what the world looked like before NASA? Mm, that's Think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you look at an old universal uh, intro to a movie, yeah. it's the globe spinning and a, and a plane going around it. Right. right. Yeah. All black and white. Well, that was before NASA. That was before we shot any rockets up. That's before we had any way of looking. How did we know? Yeah, it's just just a guess, right? It's a guess. <laughs> Why didn't somebody go trapezoid, you know, or, or whatever? All right, so uh, Melvin, what are we? Uh, what are we? What are we diving into this week? Hey, Mike, you brought it up last week. So supply hmm. chain. Oh yeah, you know that that's a big deal, and and once again, you know, we're here we are with AMA, and and it's a subject that probably neither of us are are well versed in, but sure. You know, I think about it, uh, supply chain, logistics, you know, uh, we, we've all, all felt the pain of the problems with, with the supply chain, you know, how tightly things are connected and just in time inventory and things like that. So, yeah. you know, we, we uh, felt like people were swimming without their swimsuits on where they were you know, the issues happened and people were exposed. Sure. So uh, supply chain, I do feel like it's a little bit of a um, scapegoat. Ah, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, I think it's a little bit of a scapegoat. I think it's also uh, kind of like the uh, recession. Uh, you know, I, I understand that we, we are about to go through a recession. I get that. Uh, but we've been here before. Uh, we kind of understand how it works. The the only thing is, um, it, it amazes me how fast companies begin to like lay people off and make cost cutting moves and stuff. It, it it feels like it just needs for one of the dominoes to fall, and then all the other stooges in line are just like, oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, me too. 
And yeah. so I, I don't know, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know how that starts, you know? Uh, and then supply chain, I feel like is just, well, if something's not on the shelf, then it's a supply chain. Or if we don't have chicken tenders this week, it's a supply chain. You know, it, it's not that Earl can't order correctly to have enough stuff on in stock. It's supply chain. Don't be busting on Earl. <laughs> Old Earl. Yeah. He, I wish he, I wish he'd do better to order in chicken. Yeah. Yeah, there, and that that's another point, Mike, that there's yeah. so many places, so many touch points, I guess we could use that, and that, that there could be issues. Sure. So, so Earl could be a touch point where, you know, boom, that, that causes the dominoes to fall. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and uh, my kids, you know, not nowadays, but they used to be all up in arms because the chicken nuggets weren't there. That's right. Was it the regular chicken nuggets or the dinosaur chicken nuggets? Uh, these were the regular, man. Did you ever buy the dinosaur shaped ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they didn't taste any different. They didn't taste a bit like dinosaur. Right. Well, yeah, I don't remember what dinosaur tastes like. but it's... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think that's a big thing. Um, the, the By the way, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but the dinosaurs and the cavemen not living together, I think that's a lie they told us for a long time. Right. I always thought there were cavemen running away from dinosaurs. I've seen that in the movies. That's what I'm saying. The movie told me it was true, so why isn't it true? So, what do you think this? What do you think's behind all this supply chain stuff? Oh, we could go deep into conspiracy theory. Yeah, <laughs> we could go into uh, manufacturing capability. We could go into the the things that they want us to see the the uh, uh, ships waiting to be unloaded at the dock, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, these, these things. So, um, you know, is it, uh, over the road truckers, um, you know, so many, so many places in there that there can be issues, Mike. It's amazing how many points there are, right? How many points of contact. Um, yeah. and, and when you think about it, each point of contact is a point of failure or a possible point of failure, you know? Yeah. Um, like if you were writing a, a, some code or uh, building a machine or something, you know, you wouldn't have that many points of possible failure in your program or your machine. Right. But the fact that everybody, this is just my opinion. Okay. You did not say this. Nobody else said this. This is just coming from me. Um, I, I like think it's because, <laughs> that's right. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's because everybody's got their hand out. You know, I think there's a middleman and then there's a middleman for that middleman. And then there's a middleman that handles the middlemen that, that are there for the middleman. You know, I mean, you and I have seen that in, in a lot of places we've worked. Uh, I know my my uh, experience in education, I, I can tell you where all the money goes. It all goes to the top. You know, all those people are, are doing fine. Um, the, the teachers not making enough money is a direct result of the top taking too much. Yeah. And. Mike, to paint a picture for folks with, with what you just said, yeah. drive into the parking lot at the high school and look at the teacher's vehicles, drive into the parking lot at the central office and look at their vehicles. Yep. Yep. You can definitely tell. You can yeah. absolutely tell. It is, uh, it's blatantly obvious and it's right there in front of our noses, but uh, we refuse to listen to it. If, if people all banded together and said, listen, we just need you to not pay the admin so much and we need you to do a real 
Uh, I, there's there's where your supply chain ought to be looked at is the supply chain of, of administration. Sure. Because yeah. I can't tell you one time in my teaching career that I was like, oh my God, you know what I really need is a mid-level administrator right now. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I just never, I never went looking for that person. Right. So since we hijacked this to education, let's let's go. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's my fault. No, no, I, I like this. What about uh, the Texas lottery? We need to get somebody oh. from there on here to talk with us. It, it was sold that that we're going to give education all this money. Um, uh, you know, do we not know what we're talking about? Probably, but. Uh, well, there's so many loopholes that were written into that. That was that was put in place by Ann. Ann Richards, and she she sold us a bill of goods. Now, whether she was sold a bill of goods or not, I don't know. But it was supposed to be like, I don't know, somewhere between 75 and 90% of the money is supposed to go straight into education. And it goes straight into the general fund. Well, we all know what happens with general fund money. Yeah. It just disappears, you know, right. or it goes to pay that administration, which is politicians. Right. There's what always amazes me. And again, this is a little conspiratorial, but um, it always amazes me that like, oh, we don't have enough money. Everybody's laying people off, all this stuff. And then Biden says, well, you know what we really need? And this is not a Biden problem. This is just a politician problem. Right. Um, he goes, well, yeah, we're, we're we don't want to say the, the R word speaking of recession, um, but we, we are in a financial downturn. Um, but, uh, we really believe that the, all the politicians here in Washington get a 5% raise this year. Oh. Well, what, what, <laughs> where did that money come from? Right. That money came from me and you, you know, it just amazes me how much money there actually is out there. Yeah. 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 Anytime a politician gets a raise, I think an angel dies. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just... Ooh. <laughs> all right melvin well supply chain is um again i i think what comes out of times like this are uh better faster smarter ways to do things yeah um well, you know it's been it's been seen time and time again that the american spirit will will find a way right uh, to do the things it needs to do and and uh frankly you know, all the people that are griping about the way that kids work and not work and uh, all of that kind of stuff. This is this is going on for for eons. You know, yeah. you, you go through these ebbs and flows. And basically what I'm seeing, Melvin, is, is, yeah, there are a bunch of kids that don't want to work. I get that. But there's also a bunch of kids that have decided they don't want to do it the way we did it. And that's I think that's everybody's real problem. Yeah. You know, when you don't do it the way that I did it, well, then it's the wrong way. Well, maybe not. You know, maybe maybe these kids have a better idea. I mean, I don't know. Uh, as long as they move out of their parents' house and you know, not working from their basement, then I think they're maybe they maybe they're onto something. You yeah. know? Plus, I am I am super encouraged by the uptick in blue collar type labor. Right. Um, it seems like there is this 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 small rumbling out there to get back to manufacturing things. Uh, getting back to working with our hands, getting back to teaching people skills, which is uh, amazing. Amazing. I think every, uh, the only thing we ever see 
is, you know, all of the people that want to be um, influencers and this and that and all that crap. Um, that's always the superfluous stuff. I mean, that's always the stuff that's out on the edge. That stuff will come and go. You know, if it's not that, then it's, I don't know, it's, it's always something. But that, that stuff won't be around forever. And if it is, great, it's an industry. But if it's not, eh, you know, the things that we make, the things that we create, those will always be around. Right. And I, I like what you said about the the uh, blue collar workers. Maybe that's a a, a, a term that that uh, that people don't care for. But yeah, you know that the skilled trades. You know, folks yep. have to have that. You know, if if your water's not flowing, you know, all these things, then there's big trouble. You know, you brought up the 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 truck drivers, and you're you're absolutely right. That that is part of the issue. Part of the issue is that we we've had a truck driver shortage for years and years. And right now we're having to kind of pay the bill for that. Um, you know, we, I, I had a guy that ran a truck driving school. I was talking to him about it one time and he said that, that they're missing truck drivers. People just don't want to do the job, even though it pays really well, right. I, it is a tough, tough job. But they say that they couldn't, they, you know, those guys were retiring or dying out or whatever. And right. so they were being replaced by these kids that see the flash of big money that they would come in and they'd work for a month. And then they just not no call, no show kind of thing, because they were uh, it's hard work. You know, yeah. they didn't want to do it. And so what you can see a direct result of right now, at least from my vantage point, is whenever I go out and I drive around on the highway, which we're going to be doing a lot of that this weekend. Right. Um, truck drivers don't drive the same as they used to. They take they they drive in the wrong lanes. Right. They 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 will damn near kill somebody right in the middle of it. I mean it it's you can tell that the training is not there as the guys who used to, you know, park in the lots and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know I think you and I can make a difference in you know sure letting people know about stuff. Well, what I'm saying is like you know the fact that we know that that's an issue and that now it seems like it's coming back around that right. I, it's wonderful. You know, these things tend to sort themselves out if you if you're patient enough and don't blow things up. <laughs> I, I can get along with that. Hey, let me ask you a question. General Bradley. Yes. You remember him? I do. All right. So he's he said amateurs talk strategy, professionals talk logistics. Yeah. That's true. It's yeah. very true. That's and, that's my version of that is uh everybody's an idea person, nobody's a completer, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, nobody wants to follow through on things. They just want to give you great ideas. Well, I, you know, we've heard all our lives. Ideas are dime a dozen, you know? Yep. The, the, what are you uh, reading this week, Melvin? People. Hey, I think you met Brad Whittington at the Wizard Academy. When I we're did. In, I know? did. So, so uh, this book, What Would Jesus Drink? Hmm. And it's what the Bible really says about alcohol. And he, he, he's not a Bible scholar. He tells you that right from the get go. Yeah, sure. He goes through and takes the verses that are, that have reference to alcohol and, and goes through. And, and uh, so it, it's pretty, pretty neat, Mike. You know, there's a, there's a guy here in town that uh, he's a professor at the local college. He, right. he uh, has written several books called drinking with the saints. Uh, and it's it's all about all of the different saints and he pairs cocktails with them and tells you the story of the saint and all that stuff to go with it which right. i think is a pretty cool concept too yeah heck yeah we need to we need to hook those two guys up that'll work i talked to a friend here and uh 
So her brother-in-law has a winery out in Oregon. So she's going to buy a copy and send it to him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'll have to get those, that guy's info from you. Yeah. So, so give me your, uh, give me your final thought for the week. Was it the general Brad, Bradley quote? Thought. Nope. Yeah. Final thought. So I'm, I'm throwing two concepts out here for us, Mike. So okay. blue ocean thinking and blue sky thinking. So okay. blue ocean thinking, you're asking about that. Thank you for asking. So from the, from a marketing standpoint, it's the un, unexplored, uncontested market mm-hmm. space. So, so you want to get in there and, uh, uh, where that way the competition is irrelevant. You just blow it wide open. So blue ocean thinking and then, and uh, blue sky thinking is talking about a form of brainstorming, you know, creativity. So, so blue sky, no, absolutely no limits, no judgments, no consequences. Mm-hmm. And where could your imagination take you? The sky's the limit. So I hope yeah, that, that sounds, to you. That sounds dangerous. What? You could let your imagination take you wherever. Yeah, get get some things out there and then sort them out and and uh, take the action like you said. Yeah, that's true. It's true. All right, buddy. Well, this was uh, a good time as always. I'm glad we fixed supply chain. All they got to do is listen to this. That's it. Um, and uh, I, I I I do appreciate the time you give me every week. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Mike. Let's make the world better together. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I did a great job.